0: Uh, Welcome, guys, to another episode of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete.
1: And I'm Pat.
0: And uh, it's... I don't know. Has there been more news than regular, or is it kind of the same, like, just a bunch of shit happened?
1: It's just a bunch of shit happened. Like, I think this week actually had a lot less news than last week, but we do have Manafort pleading out, so that's, like, got people in a buzz right now.
0: Well, the thing was, he's already going to do, what is it, eight to ten years
1: it's um God, I have got have so many notes on this it's like 300 months so yeah a good bit
0: so he's gonna do some time and he had to know he was gonna do a lot of time 210 uh, to
1: 262 months
0: yeah so he had to know that if he got if he uh, and even though he's pleading I still don't know how much time he's gonna get for this investigation either.
1: We, we don't know the sentencing was just about to happen but then he pleaded out before it occurred well, so now they're pushing that way way back Well, the sentencing so was, we don't know the
0: sentencing wasn't going to happen the trial was going to happen
1: there, there was going to be a sentencing and then there was going to be another trial then a retrial yeah. of the other stuff but there's not going to be a retrial on those 10 hung jury counts because he's pled guilty to all of them so that's done
0: yeah so um, yeah I mean he's he's effectively done um he's it just depends on i guess how much he is going to give them and how much he can give them
1: i uh, we were going to start on trump's notes but let's uh let's start on the manafort thing i think that's a good starting
0: point for this week so will paul I'll paul manafort um if-
1: if anyone out there doesn't know, Paul Manafort was Trump's campaign manager, aka not just the fucking coffee boy like Trump keeps trying to say, you know, it had nothing to do with me. Is someone I barely knew. Didn't really in- interact with him at all. He keeps saying that with like Flynn and uh, everyone else that's going to prison forever because they're fucking criminals. Everyone in Trump's little orbit is going to jail and there's just one little dot that would connect them all to him and Mueller Definitely knows where that dot is, but he's never going to reveal it until he's ready to move on Trump, right? Because you can't just have a criminal sitting in the Oval Office, like a proven criminal in the Oval Office, because. That will throw us into a constitutional crisis. Well, so to avoid that, what they did with President Nixon is they always referred to him as like the unindicted individual one or something like that, uh-huh. which is what Trump is now, unindicted individual one. His name is starting to show well, up on the convictions. I know that he's just not being named.
0: I know that you disagree with me a little bit, but I feel like Fox is already pulling back on the stick, a little bit. I do disagree. Uh- yeah, it it seems to me at least that they're they're kind of coming out and like they're not they're not carrying Trump's water anymore, you know, at least right now like they they've they've thrown a couple things out there. So, I mean, I don't know, man, maybe they're maybe they're hedging their bets.
1: I've seen that song and dance from Fox before, right? Like, whenever things look really, really grim, they will admit, okay, this this isn't quite as good as it would ideally like, we would ideally like for it to be. But then, like, a second later, it's like, well, everyone's not paying attention, so let's go right back to Democrats are awful, Trump's amazing.
0: Yeah, well, like, so I've been reading... uh... They,
1: They go back and forth like that a lot, and also, until Lumpy Hannity starts actually... Um, turning against him, which is never going to happen because he's going to prison with them.
0: Well, what's interesting, so I've been reading Bob Woodward's Ah. new book, uh, Fear, Inside the Trump White House, which, it's fascinating, but it's also boring because it's a lot of stuff we kind of already (laughs) knew, you know?
1: Yeah, he's saying things that we've been telling you on this podcast for the last 33 episodes. Like,
0: he just kind of hands out jobs to people without vetting them or thinking about policy. Also, he fucking hates Manafort. Does he hate Manafort no yeah, that I didn't? Know. There's a bunch of conversations where he's like like, like uh he's like
1: Trump whines so much about their treating Manafort so unfairly. He hates
0: him. Uh there's there's in the beginning of the in the very beginning of the book there he's constantly like uh I think Manafort was at a dinner and he says, Get out of here, you're never going back on TV, you got no energy and then when Manafort walks away he just goes like What a loser. That guy's such a loser. I mean look at him. Like so but, yeah, he doesn't like Manafort, he thinks Manafort's a loser. Um, I don't know why he's defending him like <laughs> he clearly hates him. Uh, I think it's because like, you know, it, it it means that he's getting closer to being removed from office. Yeah. But like I mean,
1: I hope he is.
0: It's important though like we said that it comes from Woodward cuz Bob Woodward and uh I don't know the other guy's name, uh, Ber- Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, they were the ones that like broke the Nixon case and like Woodward's written like a million books and he's like he's always his journalistic integrity uh, is as good as it can be. Like uh, He's the only one that could have written this book because he uses, I can't remember the journalistic term where you use a lot of uh, uh, anonymous sources, but like they agree to talk to you, but they don't want to put their name on it. Yeah, it's just called using anonymous sources but there was a he, 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 he called it a journalistic technique but yeah, that's how you that's the only way you can get all, all these people to talk candidly because they don't want to lose their jobs. So the other yeah. thing I, I realized uh, reading his book it so is
1: amazing because I've watched a lot of interviews with him this week and he says that whenever he's interviewing people a lot of the times they'll say, you know I'll tell you this, but it really needs to be off the record and he's like no no, I'm not going to take this off the record. Yeah. He says, you know, they'll, with one exception the entire time, they'll usually, like, fidget and then say, well, you know what, I'll tell you anyway, but just don't attach my name to it. And then they'll keep going.
0: Well, what what's interesting is, like, uh, Trump tried to attack him and said uh, he trashed the book and called it lies. And he goes, I'll write the real book. But everyone knows that Trump doesn't write his books. Like, he just has somebody right. ghostwrite him. Like.
1: Yeah, and, and the ghostwriters have all come out and said, yeah, and Trump's a freaking moron. These, these books are really hard to write. It's pure fiction, though.
0: Yeah. So, but like he—he he just he hands jobs out to people. Like he doesn't vet them. He doesn't think if they would do a good job. Like he's just handing them out willy-nilly to people that are that, unqualified. But
1: that, f- that's why that's why we have all these charges of nepotism right now because he just hires his own family and friends and sticks them in positions wherever <laughs>
0: or people he likes with quote unquote big energy. Yeah. Um, what's, what's really interesting, uh, though, so I couldn't figure out for the longest time, like, why are these people just so on fire to, like, just support whatever he does? And I realized it's because he's given people jobs that, A, never, never would have gotten them, but B, he's their only access to power.
1: Yeah, a lot of these people that are working for the Trump administration are has-beens and washed-up losers. People who basically their time had come and gone, and they are in the sewer drain of history. And then along came Trump, and they found their last breath of power before they get flushed down the toilet of life. There was this would be people like, including Giuliani. Do you think Giuliani would be on TV this dude, much into age he, without Trump?
0: He hates Giuliani too. Good. Everyone yeah. should hate Giuliani. Like he said some shit to Giuliani in this book that made me feel bad for Giuliani. Uh, <laughs> when when the tape when the tape hit about like you know you can you can go out and do anything to women when you're famous. Uh, you know, yeah. Giuliani went on, on the air, you know, in tr- defense tr- of when, Trump.
1: When tr- you mean when Trump admitted to committing sexual assault on tape and this was aired yes. repeatedly before the election and he still won because of Russian interference. So, you know, know it.
0: Giuliani goes on and he goes, uh, he goes, you know, uh, as a Catholic, you, uh, you, you ask for repentance and you receive absolution. You know, you don't do it again because like, you know, Trump apologized. And so when Trump's at this meeting with him, Trump goes, they made you look like a baby like a big baby they just dressed your di- they put baby in new diapers on the air you're never going on the air again they made you look awful like I'm like so I'm sitting there and Trump, I'm thinking
1: Trump projects a lot that's probably how he felt about himself right at that moment Well, so because they made him apologize that's the only thing Trump has ever apologized yeah, to yeah and he way. regrets it Is I that think that excess Hollywood yeah. tape well, yeah he does he does and he's walked his apology back since then
0: well what made me mad Is like I'm thinking. So as I'm listening to this, I'm putting myself in Giuliani's place, and I'm like, if I had to go on on the news and like you know uh, on air apologize or talk about an idiot who had bragged about sexual assault, and then they were like, "You look stupid," I would have been like, "You know what? You look fucking stupid. You're an (laughs) idiot." Like no one just says that. Like they seem to have an infinite amount of patience, or they want power so badly they're they're willing to they're willing to grovel.
1: Yeah, yeah, the latter. They are they're willing to grovel for power. So
0: Kellyanne Conway. So the thing she said to me was like, uh, uh, sorry, not, not the, said to me. The thing, the thing Kellyanne the Conway <laughs> said to Trump. Because <laughs> uh, if she said anything to me, I'd be like, can you go away and well, just? The thing
1: like. Kellyanne Conway famously said, <laughs> <laughs> tails from the
0: crypt. Well, when she got in, she apparently he was having a Her meltdown. He was having a meltdown during uh, uh, some interview, or you know, is mad about the lighting and like, oh, I'm not going to pay these camera people and this, that, and the other. And she's like, so she kind of takes the reins, and she goes, she goes, uh, Mister Trump, I don't see myself as your equal, and I'll do whatever you need me to do, and I'll never call you by your first name. And I'm like, oh my God, my liege lord in heaven! Like, what is, why, like, why would you debase yourself to such a witless idiot?
1: I mean, what's the pay like?
0: <laughs> Even then, man, like...
1: 500000 a year, I would definitely say that.
0: I would say it out of the side of my face while just giving up the goods to uh, every news organization I could. I'd be like, hey, you guys want me to wear a wire? I'll wear a secret little <laughs> microphone inside the Trump White House. I'll get him yeah. to... Co-. Yeah, like, I just... Man, like, just... Ugh, like, I get yeah, that, like... It's,
1: it is really gross, though.
0: Yeah, I get that, like, if your boss is in front of you, you kind of have to go, okay, I understand you're the boss, but to just be like sir Mm -hmm. i love you forever and there's you're just you know what i'm not your equal and you are mag i would do anything it's like what that's i I, I bet you dollars to donuts that's how um that's the first thing lumpy
1: says every time trump calls him at night over a bacon double cheeseburger i'm not
0: your equal i love you so much like (laughs) jesus man Yep, yep. Um, what's funny is it's also the Bob Woodward book is kind of like a walk back through memory lane because I'm like, oh, I remember Chris Christie. Oh, I remember <laughs> the, I remember the transition remember, team. Oh yeah. I
1: really forgot about Chris Christie. Yeah, he um he thought that he was gonna get in big with Trump and then he didn't. Well, he made sad loser. He
0: made Trump mad because apparently he was uh, trying to set up the transition team and he needed money for it and then Trump was like, what are you doing? We don't need a transition team. You're stealing money from me. Like. He just, he, like, he got mad at him for, like, doing his job.
1: Yeah. Did you know that, um, Trump, uh, I think this is also in the book, Trump tried to, uh, just shut down, like, our entire missile defense system because he is upset that it costs a billion dollars a year. Yeah. So he's like, we, we don't need this. It's just costing us money. Shut it down. And they're like, uh, sir, <laughs> I'm, um, going to tell you this as, um, Lightly as possible, but if we shut this down, it would cause World War III and be the end of America's civilization. So,
0: so the reason that would cause World War III, and what was interesting was so he was really mad that we were spending a bunch of money to kind of basically prop up South Korea, as we always have uh, in trade deals and stuff with them, because they are our ally in a place where we have few allies. And, you know, it goes back to the Cold War, um, so we need a presence there. He wanted to shut down the missile defense system and our trade deal with South Korea and then, like, just, you know, for lack of a better word, like, evacuate all the uh, military personnel families and stuff we were supporting. Yeah. And they had to go, no, because the North Koreans are going to see that as an imminent strike if they see you moving civilian families out of South Korea... They're gonna yeah. think it's gonna start World War III. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's wonderful. But like he's, he's so spectacularly dumb. Oh, did you know that um was it Gaddafi? Yeah, someone that Trump wanted to have assassinated. Not Can Gaddafi. He, like, got... I
0: think it was uh, the uh, Al al-Assad, al- the the Syrian president.
1: Yeah, and he was like, "And so you're gonna do this, right?" And I think it was Mattis said, uh, yes, sir. I'll get right on that." Hung up the phone and looked at like the guy next to him and said, "We're not doing any of that."
0: That's the and only. That was the end of it. That's his only instinct that they said they stopped him from doing that. I go, you know what? If we had put a couple of you know a couple of missiles in Assad, I wouldn't have really been that sad. But <laughs> the bigger problem is you don't want someone like him. Uh, leading you into another foreign war that, like, you saw how bad yeah. it was with, you know, and has been with Afghanistan and Iraq with no real yeah, exit the, strategy. Uh, the endless fucking war we've been in. Yeah, that, and that, you know, assassinating him would have just created a power vacuum, although I don't know if it's much worse with him still alive, but... That, Fun but... fact,
1: though, um, what was the original death toll of
0: 9-11? Uh, 2,000 people? Something around that number, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know that um, Trump has done that and a half with the people he's killed in Puerto Rico now? Yeah, Through his exactly. sheer grotesque negligence? So that's another... Trump, Trump is actually worse than 9-11, and he still gets yeah. to be president. Well, he's that's... murdered more Americans than Al-Qaeda terrorists. Well, that's the other thing, too. Well, is in planes. He recently plane.
0: in the news denied that, those, that the 3,000 dead in Puerto Rico were real, and said so the Democrats yes. had inflated the numbers, and I'm like... Oh. To make him look bad
1: and that's actually something that everyone's been attacking him on like even Paul Ryan was saying that that's crazy why would he
0: even say that okay so i'll tell you why they're they're backing up okay so uh, florida is a pretty important state right so yeah. uh, i'm sure that most of those 3000 people had at least hopefully have at least one maybe two voting relatives right
1: they they have enough relatives in florida that uh, It'll count. So basically, you
0: just told a a bunch of people that, um, you know... dead uh, relatives aren't real. Right. So they're going to... uh, Their vote is going to kill you, like... And um, and if
1: anyone listening is like, how did he kill them? Wasn't it the hurricane? Here's the thing. The hurricane killed... some people, but the thousands that died happened because there was no power for a year. There was no emergency services for almost a year. Uh, they never got any supplies. And all that stuff happened because Trump declared it mission accomplished, gave yeah. himself an A-plus and waddled away. And he told everyone in the world that it's fine. Everything's perfect there. And so nobody knew to actually go and help them out. Yeah. Nobody that could actually do it. So, And also he blocked... Uh, he blocked people from being able to go and help them. And what he should have done is call in the national guard to go and help them and give them relief yeah. and help prop them back up and give them first. Pers- but you, do you know what he used? the? He did call in the national guard along that time, but do you know
0: what he called them in for? Uh, we had to go, and this actually segues into my next segment. Uh, yeah. We had to go uh, arrest some Brown children. Yeah.
1: He sent the national guard to the fucking Southern border because on Fox news, they had some fear porn about caravans of, uh, Mexicans coming at the border. It's not real. It's just some weird Fox News bullshit to scare old people. But there's one old person that was watching Fox News that could actually do something about it. But the one thing he's not going to do about it is send the freaking... Anyway, so go what, with th- so what
0: they're doing on the border right now is they're actually trying to get... Uh... I believe it's um, M9 Reaper drones at the uh, U.S.-Mexico border, right? So the yep. Reaper drones are the deadly, like, we're going to fly these in and, and blow up you know, Al-Qaeda. We're going to blow up ISIS with these, right? Um, yes. In the article, it says they're best known for the devastating bombing and targeted killing campaigns in the never-ending war on terror. So the other thing about these drones is they're very expensive to operate, and they've shown that, like, just regular border security... Uh, is far more efficient and cost-effective, right? So what scares me about our road to uh, complete fascism is now, uh, if you've got, like, drones at the southern border and you've got a fascist dictator, now you can't leave the country. Like, drone strikes are a real thing. And the idea that that we're going to be flying, like, armed drones over our
1: partially what's happening in uh, North Korea you know if anyone tries to leave there the military kills them yeah and now we're gonna have military drones that can just bomb people whenever they try to leave
0: yeah and their whole like oh it's for safety it's to stop like the other thing too is if you have of
1: course they're g- they're not gonna say what it's actually for they're gonna give the nicest possible explanation for what it's there for and yeah. just kill people. it's
0: useless we don't need it but it's just another thing and the like what happens when they slam the borders closed like the economy collapses everything goes to shit oh guess what now you can't leave because they're fucking drones expensive Reaper Uh, drones on the border. It's that kind of stuff that terrifies me, and I wish would get more people out of bed and going, wait, 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 I don't care what political affiliation I am, I don't want murder drones flying on U.S. soil just patrolling, you know?
1: Yeah, well, luckily, Trump's people are smaller and smaller by the day. Did you know that according to some very accurate polls, a lot of them that just came out recently, his approval rating has actually shrunk to 36%?
0: Uh, well, that's what we said. He'll never pro- he'll, he'll probably hang on to that 35, 36, but it he'll was, never get lower than that.
1: I mean, it's been hovering around 41 to maybe 38 for a while now, but it's finally like shrinking below that threshold. It was it, it was it even looked like it was growing for a while there, just because people had become so used to his insanity. This means that he's finally escalated the insanity to a point in which... Once more, it's becoming a thorn in people's side. I do hope now, of course, he is definitely going to hold on to around thirty-five percent. But we're getting so close to that bottomed-out thirty-five percent. Only the hopeless people still follow him. Number.
0: Well, what you know, what scares me too is if we don't remove him before we can't remove him. You know what I mean? Before the yeah. coup of the government is complete and he dissolves Congress or whatever it is that like crazy people do. I mean, I'm really happy that like Steve Bannon's not still there. Like he's gotten rid of a lot of the more dangerous people that were intelligent that like were in the government, you know, um, there's still a lot of dangerous people there, but like not a lot of thinkers in that group, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just man. So, Another thing I'm worried about is that no one's actually going to really pay for all of these crimes going on. Going back to Paul Manafort right quick, because he flipped, that means he might be facing a much more reduced sentence. So what happens when everyone under Trump flips, they all get like, 6 months in prison and then Trump himself is invincible. Keep in mind everyone listening Trump is above the law. He is never doing prison time. Not one minute in jail. He might be removed from power or he might be dictator for life. We don't we'll find out. I think
0: it looks increasingly uh, increasingly unlikely that he would like be dictator it, for it, life, but also it looks
1: like no one is going to actually be punished for this, right? Because if everyone flips up and it all goes up to Trump and now all the dirt is on him, 100% of it, and he's invincible against uh, repercussions, so it just pitters out and the whole investigation falls apart because it's like, we got him, we got him with, you know, ironclad evidence and it doesn't matter because he's president.
0: Well, you know, people... Sad. The problem is, you know, like, people never... People thought that Hitler was a joke, too, that, you know, that, that whole that whole thing. um, And, you know, he ended up like, hanging on to power. So it, you know, the danger still exists, but it does look like he is increasingly losing his hold on power. He does not have the support of the American public. But at the same time, all it takes is the right set of events. I mean, remember George W. Bush's approval ratings were, like, in the 90s after 9-11. Mhm, you know? It yeah, takes... He had a uh,
1: 91% approval ratings after 9/11. Yeah. He could do anything he wanted. And he chose the worst
0: thing in the world. It. So he Yeah. So Bush's choices post 9/11 remind me a lot of my epic rants about rich people, how like they have like infinite money and they can do anything in the world. What do they do? They buy like 6 Lamborghinis.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, or in
0: Bush's case, started an endless foreign war in a country that he did not understand, uh, nor was it necessary uh, to start a war, and lost thousands, millions of lives. I mean, I'd already said
1: that uh, if I had the money for it, at least once I would go out and uh, what are those things called where you like fling a disc into the air and then you like shoot it with a shotgun? Uh, Skeet shooting. Skeet shooting. I'd want to skeet shoot mansions, like have just a series of mansions, like five, six, seven of them, and have like a giant robot arm just hurl a mansion up into the air, and then I'd shoot it out of the air with like a battle tank or something. I think or I like would. A, I would try to go take warship. over a,
0: I'd try to go take over a small country and turn it into my own personal Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be like, all right, look, uh, things are going to change. Um, I'm going to be a ten year dictator. Uh, but after that, we're going to free and democratic elections. Uh, we're going to fix the economy. We're going to get some super... Oh, my God. I sound like Trump, don't I? <laughs> it's going to be tremendous. It's going to be tremendous. We're going to get the best technology. Really, really big, we're going to really, have the really best really schools. Wet. Okay. Okay, so maybe my plan wouldn't work. Maybe I could find a willing country <laughs> that would elect me for like an eight-year stretch and just let me use my money to turn them into uh, Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! Uh, probably wouldn't work very well. I think I would be dead and all my money would be stolen by autocrats, as often probably. happens. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Mana- Manafort's... There is, um... Go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, we're... I was also going to be on Manafort. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, so he's so... pleading, but we don't really know what What he's pleading, right?
1: We, uh... Oh, God, I have so much stuff on this now. Because it was still, like, more stuff was coming out as we were preparing for the podcast. Uh, Let's see. He is agreeing to cooperate on, quote, any and all matters as to which the government deems relevant. That means he's giving up everyone. Well, I think it's because um, he's going to go to
0: jail and Russia's going to kill him. Like, I don't know why they haven't tried already.
1: Yeah, he has just surrendered a series of things to uh, a forfeiture agreement, including, and this is fun, his apartment in Trump Tower, which means if he wanted to, Mueller can now go and live in Trump Tower free of charge. I Just would, to mess with Trump.
0: I would I would enjoy that. I think that would be great. <laughs> I can't imagine Mueller doing something like because like Mueller's like what's so <laughs> terrifying about him is he's so quiet and plotting and methodical and he never makes a news statement. And, Like I've never heard the man speak. I huh? I've
1: only heard him in that one SNL sketch, and I don't think that was actually him. Yeah, I don't think that That's was I don't
0: think that was really Mueller. <laughs> um, what no, I'm really here's annoyed. Something go ahead.
1: Here's something that George Takei, though, said about uh, Manafort. He said, I'm...
0: "He said, oh my.
1: Oh my. In honor of his um, Star trek I'm going to read this in uh, William Shatner's voice. All right. <laughs> it bears noting that Manafort picked Pence as VP. Pence picked the transition team, including Michael Flynn, and publicly and vigorously denied Russian infiltration of the Trump camp. While the guy who picked him was actually a Russian asset. I wonder what Manafort knows about Pence. Oh, my.
0: What's crazy about Pence was in the beginning, so after the pussy tape leaked, right? Yep. Um, So everyone's telling Trump to hang it up. You're done. Telling him to quit. Uh, stupid uh, um, old fat military wannabe um, Bannon was like, No. Fuck this. We're not done yet. Um. So Pence came out with a statement about not condoning it, and everyone's plan was to push Pence with Condoleezza Rice as his VP. He was ready to take over. Um, Uh,
1: Condi's not the worst. Um, She would not have made that bad a leader.
0: I think it should have been reversed. I think Condi should have run for president, and then Pence just go fuck off.
1: Oh, wow. She actually... I don't know if she would have my vote, because she's still a kind of terrible person. But I think at Condi, the same time, like compared to all these other monsters, she seems like a saint.
0: I think Condi could have won, and I think she could have won hard if she had run. Um, I mean, she's probably smart because she didn't. It was the same with Colin Powell. Um, Colin Powell could have run and probably won. Uh, but I think that the people that should run or could would do a better job are also smart enough to not run because it's a horrible yeah. job. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it's... uh, That goes back to Plato's Republic. The people that make the best leaders will never stand up and try to become a leader because they'll not see themselves worthy of such a role.
0: Yeah, I think that's why we need to change the voting process. We need to find the person who least wants to be. And we really we can't let people pretend that they don't want to be president like, "Oh no, okay, I'll take it." We really got to we really got to just we got to flip our Big election beat. so that we vote for the person who least wants the job. The most qua- I should say, you got to be qualified, but you also have to want it the least. Like we hunt you down and we make you be president for 4 years. Yep. So, like, you've got the experience, you know what I mean? You meet the qualifiers, and you're like, I don't want it. Like, stop, seriously, and we just chase you down, and then everybody makes you be president.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of chasing people down, whether you want them to or not, <laughs> did you hear about the <laughs> um, Supreme Court guy?
0: God, so, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, th- I think I got it right. It's it's Brett Canava? Kavana.
1: Cavana, C- I don't know.
0: I can't Kavana- call him Brett Lasagna, but I think it's Canava.
1: I have, uh, I have him written down as Special K in my notes, but uh, I have his I have <laughs> Well that's his funny cuz I do
0: believe that Special K is a date rape drug, so if you call him Special K it probably wouldn't, you know.
1: Is it because that's a cereal also?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you don't give him the cereal. It's a drug that makes people uh, you know, uh pass out like yeah, it's called Special K. That's a that, that's a cereal accusation, Peter. It's a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> So they all right. So on his merits. So the only merits I've heard from of him is they keep going. He's got a very lovely wife and daughter. He he's a deacon in the church. He coaches a a girls' basketball team. And I'm like, you know what?
1: Literally said that (laughs) what makes him qualified to be a scotus is that he drives his family around in a van or something
0: dude i've known a lot of girls basketball coaches in my time as a human being and none of them are qualified to a be on the supreme court i don't think a lot of them are qualified to be around children i'm just gonna throw that out there
1: yeah yeah i mean that's uh some of them do sort of put off that vibe yeah yeah. i think we we accepted it back then because we were also teenagers whenever we knew them so people that acted weird and pervy was like sort of normal to our Young brain cognition of the world. Yeah, but nowadays we th- look back and we're like, oh my God, those people should be doing time.
0: Yeah. So he's so they you know, so they were gonna slam him home, and he was gonna ah, tip the tip the Supreme Court for the conservatives and trigger the libs for the rest of his life. So the reason that like Trump immediately was like, you know what, he's a very good man, tremendous, was because. Yes. Uh, his opinions on can the president be convicted or tried for crimes was that the president, that office elevates him above the law. Yep. So I think he was like, that's tremendous. You know what? I don't want to go to jail. (laughs) I'm going to put Brett Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh? Yes, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Yeah. Um, And they were going to ram him home because they had the votes. But they, again, he just gives out jobs. They didn't vet this dude.
1: They did not. See, that was the thing. That's the reason why the Democrats were complaining about him is because they weren't given any time to look at him at all right, like they were trying to ram him through as fast and hard as possible yeah. because they know that after the midterms, the Democrats will have the power to block him. Right now, they can't block him if a hundred percent of the Republicans vote for him. Right, but if we'd need two dissenting votes, normally we would just need one dissenting vote to stop him, but right now we need two because Mike Pence will go and be the uh, tiebreaker, and also. Have you noticed that the GOP is using nothing but the nuclear option? Normally you're supposed to pass things through the Senate with a 60-vote majority, right? Yeah. Not not 51-vote majority. That's the nuclear option, and that is literally the only thing the GOP has been doing, because they're a bunch of monsters, basically. You know... But they keep invoking that nuclear option... Because they can.
0: I saw something the other day, and you can correct me if I if if you think I'm wrong. But I got kind of mad at this. It was they just had the Democratic primary in New York City, which, by the way, I couldn't vote in because somehow I registered as the Green Party. Now I'm a big I'm a a big supporter of uh, independent voting, but found out when I went to go vote that the Green Party's not even on the fucking ballot in New York. We're not even on the ballot. I might as well have not registered to vote because my vote literally counts for nothing because I'm not allowed to vote. Because Yeah, you gotta
1: you can only vote for the party you're registered as in the primaries. Well some so. some
0: states have open primaries. I think all states should have open primaries. But even after the primary, so the Green Party candidates aren't even on the ballot. Uh, Why didn't they tell me this when I go, yeah yeah, maybe Green Party?
1: You know the last Green Party um, candidate for a president?
0: Uh, it looks like she was a Russian plant. Oh great. So now I'm the freaking party of Ra- I'm bringing back the bull moose party. <laughs> um, so the the point I was trying to get at was there was a thing that said uh, you know this 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 you know primary let's get rid of all the democrats that that worked with republicans and I go no that's the wrong way to go. Listen, you you want you want, you want Demo- people you want Democrats that are willing to reach across the aisle. I don't like the other side of the aisle at this point because it's so far right. But you still need people that are willing to work with the other side.
1: Uh, they're, they're so insanely far right that George Bush seems like a liberal. I can't believe that he's face.
0: weird old grandpa. And now they're like, look at this crazy liberal. like, yeah. Dude, <laughs> so, but, but <laughs> back to Brett Kavanaugh right quick. does does yeah. look
1: like he's a serial rapist. Like well, because I don't, I don't know about w-
0: so I don't know about serial rapists, but the story I've got it, says that
1: there, there's a rule of thumb that if you've sexually harassed one person, most likely you've done it multiple times. Oh,
0: it's like cockroaches. It's just like yes. the, the one you see uh, is just the tip of the iceberg because there's hundreds of other ones breeding inside your walls. You know what we yeah. need? We need some kind of Orkin man, like the way they used to have the Orkin man <laughs> commercials for like bugs in your house. We need one of those, but for serial rapists, like he'll come and spray bug poison in their face.
1: Oh, uh, speaking of which, um, by which I mean... The person that he did harass was probably outside the statute of limitations and I bring that up to then bring back up Manafort right quick. If uh, the information he gives us isn't good some people were saying oh wouldn't that put him over the statute of limitations for um, all the uh, charges that they are going to um, drop in favor of charging him just for a few things instead of all of it. Mm -hmm. Actually no because whenever you do a plea deal it locks everything that you could be charged with in time. Nice. So let's say the statute is another two years, and he waits like five years, and he's like, aha, I tricked you all. They're like, well, it's still, you know, starting right now, we still have two more years to charge you.
0: So fascinatingly enough, legally too, once you've been convicted, so if they've convicted him of a crime, but they have not sentenced him yet. So I thought about this because, you know, I'd always, I'd somehow, for some reason, I'd always thought I'd go to prison by this age, and I didn't know why. Um... (laughs) But like I always looked at the options. Like, so what happens if you flee? So if you flee before you're convicted of the crime, you can use the statute of limitations. Except some crimes have no statute of limitations. Um, but and if that's you go-
1: the statute only exists for uh, how long they have to charge you. If you've right. already been charged and you just flee before the trial, then
0: yeah, or after the trial, if you if you flee before sentencing, uh, those charges follow you forever, and you go to jail whenever they find you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, but he's got nowhere to go. So this lady, womp, womp. this lady about Kavanaugh, says uh, she was in high school at the time, and she said that uh, she accused Kavanaugh on the letter of holding her down and trying to force himself on her during a party before she got away. The, detail, the details were for, I can't even talk. The, de de de, the details were first reported Friday by the New Yorker. Uh, The woman also claimed Kavanaugh was joined at the time by a friend who turned up music to conceal her protest, but the unnamed classmate reportedly told The New Yorker, I have no recollection of that. Of course you wouldn't want to recollect the time you tried to assist in the rape of another human being. Why would you be like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was at Joe's place. Yeah, we we did not succeed, but God knows we tried.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh is that, how is old smiling show that's what we used to call him
0: so you'll enjoy this so apparently Fox News obtained their own letter uh, by oh, women who no, have known did. Brett Kavanaugh for 35 years and said for the entire time we have known him he has behaved honorably and treated women with respect we believe it is important to convey this information to the committee at this time okay Fox who wrote the letter because I'm going to guess that it was lumpy
1: yeah, probably. A, and B, it doesn't matter how many people you didn't rape. It's how many people you did rape that matters.
0: Yeah, so if 35 people go, he never raped me, it's the one person that said I was raped uh, that we need to focus on. You know, yeah. just just like, y- you know, you hear people talk about serial murderers and they go, I lived next to the man for 10 years and you know he never killed me. Well, he's got skeletons in the basement, so yeah. it doesn't really matter what you say.
1: Though with with murders people usually you know are like "Ah, 10 years never saw her to peep from him so it's so weird that he ended up that's scary that he ended up being that way yeah that's how these other women should be feeling right now consider if it wasn't lumpy that wrote the letter so
0: here's the thing about this they
1: should be like wow yeah wow i was living next to a ticking time bomb and didn't even realize it well here's here's
0: here's the thing like you know they need to stop and investigate the legitimacy of this letter. They need that clearly. This is a sign uh, that we need to stop and take a breath. And that's the thing. There should be, and here's the thing. It doesn't matter if the justice is conservative or liberal. That doesn't matter. This is a very, very important thing, and it shouldn't be railroaded through. Like it exactly. should be. It should be a candidate that no one really is in love with, but everybody can stand, and they think will do a really good, impartial job on the bench. You know? Like... So,
1: that is what we need right now, and so we're just going to wait and see. Will the... Because here's the thing. Let's say he does... They do ram him through, and then a, a series of people, a series of victims start to come out and say, yeah, he tried to rape me too, or he did rape me, etc. When that starts to happen, then the GOP is going to have to answer for jamming this guy through too fast to vet him properly. And that's really not going to look good for any of them.
0: Well, we can remove him from the bench at that point, right? I don't know. He's also, he's also like
1: the SCOTUS isn't as hard to remove people from as the presidency. Yeah. Well, he's also like perjured
0: himself and whatnot. Like, yes, yes.
1: He has also committed crimes. So he is a criminal.
0: He's a bad, and he's lied about his opinions. Like he's a bad pick. Like even for a conservative justice, you could find a better conservative justice. Like there are better people out there, even if they have conservative viewpoints than this guy, you know, and there's probably somebody out there that's more palatable for both of us. Like, conservatives and liberals. Like, that's the thing. It's like, we're in a weird place right now where you're demonized. Like I said, you know, they were like, we got to get back at these Republicans for, you know, or these Democrats in New York that worked with the Republicans. I'm like, listen, you shouldn't be demonizing people for working together. Like, you need to demonize the people that need to be demonized. But that's the problem is, like, uh, we don't have any moderate, like, Republicans anymore.
1: We have very few,
0: like, moderate, like, I I would say we have very few moderate Democrats, but the problem is we're being, we're being pulled to the right, so, like.
1: I think the reason why it feels like we don't have any moderate Republicans is because they've all just become Democrats at this point. Yes. Because the Democrats in America are far more to the right than the, than even the Republicans in other countries. Yeah. Like, in Ireland, in Freaking Ireland, their Republicans are further to the left than our right, liberals. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, we gotta we gotta rebalance we just, that. We don't yeah, so the democratic blankets just sort of swallowed up a bunch of Republicans. And that's where we are these days. So there's a and the only people that are still to the right are the ones that are insanely far to the right because they they exist only to say no to liberals and to say yes to trump and that puts them in a very awkward situation of just always being wrong well so reality <laughs> itself has a you know liberal bias to them we're in a
0: very good place right now in that both ted cruz and nunez may lose their seats in this next election um, yeah, you know
1: how we keep saying most likely we're not gonna the left is not going to win the Senate. Well, that's a very conservative estimate because, and also a shitload of new polls are coming up because it's just now campaigning season and some beautiful things are starting to emerge. Tell them about it, Pete.
0: Yeah, well, it already looks like, and I can't remember the challenger, but they're having to divert money... To uh, from other campaigns to try to float Ted Cruz that uh, he was begging for Trump to like uh, please please support me I'm Ted Cruz or however his voice goes I'm Ted Cruz yeah, yeah now you were spot on <laughs> so he's so he's in a fight now in Texas which he yeah, theoretically shouldn't be um, I, there's a guy there's right. a guy that's gaining momentum that's trying to take Nunez's seat. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I would kind of like his biggest supporters to lose their seats. That would be fantastic. Even if they lose them to moderate Republicans, I would just like to see some sane people that aren't completely beholden to the president get into office.
1: Uh, now, here's going to be the... Uh, actually, let, let me tell you about two scenarios, uh, the latter of which delights me so much more. <clears throat> now, let's say that... Uh, let's say the left does take over the um, Senate and so Mitch McConnell will lose his job and he'll be replaced by Nancy Pelosi right right so at that point she as the majority leader would be third in line to be president under Trump who's probably going to be removed Pence who may be removed by Manafort flipping and if they both go out at the same time we're looking at president Nancy Pelosi which that would, would be a weird... Course...
0: Yeah, that's a weird, bittersweet win, getting Pelosi as president.
1: Sort of. But here's the thing. Do you know... Or did you know that a speaker does not have... Or I mean, speaker, what's it called? The head of the Senate? It's not Speaker of the House. It'd be... Just the. I don't anyway. I don't
0: know politics, even though we do a, a politics podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, you don't act... A majority Leader does not have to be someone who is a current sitting senator. They can actually elect anyone they want to that role so what happens if instead of picking nancy pelosi for that role they pick hillary clinton
0: um i think we'd have a civil war i think we end (laughs) up i think we would have a fucking civil war
1: president hillary clinton
0: that would uh, and i like it look i i i go back and forth on hillary i think she has i mean as far as presence goes she's as qualified as anybody's ever run her problem as we've said is that she was unlikely because the right. because that Clinton name became a liability, right? Also, yeah. she's a woman and this country is super misogynistic. I think if Hillary Clinton was a man, she would have won. Honestly, I think that like
1: yeah, she, she would have had a way bigger margin of people yeah. that could and have, that sucks. At least accept her.
0: That sucks cuz she's a woman. I mean, and you saw the things like in the, in the in just the election that were so stupid. They're like, "Oh, she had a faint. She looks weak." I'm like, Look at the fat sack of crap on the other side. This dude is like 400. pounds. Pe- what do you mean she looks bad? He can't even drink water. Like, <laughs>
1: you know. What I, I mean? love that that one thing where he's like shaking with the water in both hands, and yeah,
0: how he's is that like barely able to drink from a glass? How is that and not you heard people it? looking at each other going, hey, you know that 25th Amendment? We really got to talk about that. This dude can't drink fucking water. Like that's. That's not healthy.
1: Yeah, and have you heard his speeches lately? <laughs> we gotta find these alignment about the He keeps okay, slurring! Things. How
0: is that not bigger headlines? That's terrifying. If, like, yeah. if I was speaking and I started going, you know which, Patrick, today I know she's Like, and you're like, are you doing a voice? And I go, uh, no, that's just how I talk sometimes. I'd go to the fucking doctor and be like, what's wrong with my brain?
1: Yep. But uh, Trump's like, I got a very good brain. In it's, fact, it's one of the best. Okay? You know what? My it's brain is as strong as
0: Jerusalem. And God and, bless uh, America. Yeah, like. And,
1: and hot on the heels of um, Woodward's book revealing or showing people what we've known all along, that he's a dangerously incompetent individual, Trump decided to tell everyone that he is not incompetent by walking around with these stupid fucking lists, right, of bullet points. He started with one page of bullet points, and now he's up to four pages of bullet points, and he has them folded and in his pocket. He never reads any of them off, but he takes it out and he's like, look people, okay, these are bullet points, and each of these bullet points is a thing, okay? Remember, and each so, one of these
0: things are a thing that I did. He's so, Some
1: of them are really big things, He's okay? so dumb.
0: But at the same time, he, he has the most dangerous combination of dumb. But he's also praised to the point where he thinks that he has invented these things. Like when he was talking about the uh, tropical storm that might have been a really bad hurricane that was going to hit the East Coast, he goes, "It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Hurricanes, yes. uh, hurricanes are big and wet, and we haven't I seen have... a storm like this in a long time. It's tremendous." I'm like, really? Like you're the kid on his paper on his essay that writes hurricanes. They're big and wet. Like
1: Yeah, what?
0: yeah. I, that's amazing cuz I actually have that written into my notes. Each one
1: of these things is a really big thing, okay? He said it like thing. he was proud. Like Hurricane Florence
0: tremendously wet. No, no like no like, you know, like oh, we're going to, you know, make sure we take care of our people and like, you know, it's a very dangerous okay. storm or just it's a, it's a big and wet. Like that's your that's your vocab. Like Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. I man. mean,
1: remember how we described Puerto Rico, right? It's, it's an island, okay? It's surrounded by water, all right? Big water. Ocean water.
0: It's he's like, he's like the family dog who, like, brings you a dirty, like, shoe he found in the park with some vomit in it, and you just, you know, you're like, ooh, that's gross, but good boy, who's bringing me presents? Yay! So he thinks he did a good job. Yep. I find yep. the best shoes in the park, okay? I found the best poop. The biggest and the stinkiest, okay? <laughs> like... He's got the, yeah, he's delicious. yeah, he's praised like a spoiled like like family labrador like uh-huh. um
1: S- speaking of him being above the law, do you want to hear about another crime he's committed recently?
0: Uh did he finally just like murder a prostitute on television and like he's now walking back the apology for that? <laughs>
1: he um so, the FBI was going to move their uh, one of their buildings, one of their headquarters, and he um, used his power as president to tell them, no, you're keeping that building right where it is. And he did that because it was right across the street from one of his hotels, and he believes that it generates business for that hotel. So, yeah, he, um, he stopped the FBI from moving headquarters uh, to generate more money for himself, and whenever people started asking questions about this, he furthered his official capacity to uh, shut out any and all questions about this. He, but now there's an official IG report out about it. He, he
0: reminds me like, oh my god. he He's so bad, he makes me wish for the days of uh, J. Edgar Hoover. And I hate J. <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover. But J. Edgar Hoover, this guy is J. Edgar Hoover's wet dream. A president who you could just infinitely blackmail Like, Hoover's got to be rolling over his grave going, Oh, if only I was 100 years younger. If only I was 100 years younger. Like, man, he would love it. I don't know if, I think Hoover would just end up manipulating Trump into, like, you know, just arresting gay people. Because you know, J. Edgar yeah. Hoover. Uh, I mean, I'm sure
1: Pence is trying to right now.
0: Well, you know, Edgar Hoover had this weird thing where he had files on all the uh, anybody that was gay in Hollywood. And there's a theory that Edgar, uh, Edgar Hoover was definitely in the closet. And it was like he wanted to study them because he's like, "What am I?"
1: <laughs> I mean, a hundred years ago, yeah, that was basically people's stance towards gay people was, you know, what is this new phenomenon? I don't yeah. understand it.
0: Get files on them. I got to know. I got to masturbate to it. <laughs> um, so uh, the last thing, because uh, I know we're, we're getting close. I know you still got stuff on your list, but I wanted to talk about this because this is a no, story. I,
1: actually, that was the last thing on my list.
0: Good. So this is perfect. We can wrap it on this story. So this is a story Sounds that's good. making the rounds. and It's making me very upset. Um, a Dallas police officer Uh, Amber Geiger, she was an off-duty Dallas police officer. She got off work. She goes home to her apartment complex, uh, walks in uh, to the wrong apartment, and uh, shoots to death the person in the apartment. Now, she said that, like, she she thought she was in her apartment, and she saw what she thought was an intruder, and she shot him, and that the door was ajar, because they were like, well... How did your key work? Yeah. Oh, the door was ajar. And I went in, and it was, it was on the wrong floor and everything. So um, why, one of the... That, one, sounds, why, that sounds
1: like a dangerously incompetent individual who should be in prison yeah. right now. So How she many sh- years does she do? She shot right?
0: Botham Shem Jean to death, uh, and her story has changed. So first she said she went in, uh, she saw somebody, she thought she was in her apartment, she shot him. Then she said he wasn't complying with your orders, so she shot him. Um, she said the door is ajar, but that's not true because they went and looked at the doors in the apartment, the news agency, one of the news things, and it turns out they're very thick metal doors, and they close and lock automatically behind you, as most apartment doors do. Yep. So there's no way his door so, would have been open. Uh, also... So,
1: so she's changed her story like six times, as innocent people do. Come yeah. On.
0: So she's, um, she, she did all that. She's clearly, there's problems with her story. Um... And like then the uh, they got a search warrant to search his apartment for drugs because you know the police are trying everything they can to get her off. She had she wasn't yeah. immediately arrested. She had three days while they they investigated the officer involved shooting. So she had three days to go home and get her story together. So um, mm-hmm. then even the neighbors are like, ah, we heard somebody banging on the door saying, "Let me in," and then we heard shots and heard, "Why would you do this to me?" Um, so it sounds like there are two things that could have possibly happened. Best case scenario this person, Amber Geiger, is such a terrible magoo of a police officer. She magooed her way into the wrong apartment, murdered a man, um, and then tried to blame it on him. And like I said, the cops searched his apartment for drugs because they're doing anything they can to justify it. Or more than likely, she wanted this guy dead or is just a very incompetent racist murderer and just went in and shot him. I was like, oh, it's cool because this is Dallas and he's black and I'm white. Um, Mm -hmm. But Yeah, she needs to go to jail Most
1: likely an affair She was trying to cover up with a bullet
0: That was one of my theories Yeah, it was like There was a a relationship between the two Um, Mm. But like It
1: But hey, that's just a theory I mean, Dallas is A homicide theory
0: Yeah, Dallas is notoriously terrible for this Um, Apparently in Texas uh, According to the Washington... That's not even the worst part What's the worst part?
1: The worst part is that uh, a lot of the details, like the neighbors screaming or the neighbors heard screaming, why would you do this and all that, all that's being left out of the report they're typing up for the grand jury, who will decide if this goes forward into trial or not. Right. So they're actually going to present a very sanitized version of this that does not have all the facts, and it may actually serve to help get her off.
0: What makes me mad? So they say uh, the Washington Post. They say these details matter because. Uh, In Texas, a police officer has the right to use deadly force when making an arrest if he or she reasonably believes it's either immediately necessary or if not doing so would create substantial risk that the person kills or seriously injures another. An officer has no duty to retreat first. Texas also has a stand-your-ground law allowing civilians to defend themselves against a threat, whether real or perceived, right?
1: Natural. It's Texas. That's probably required.
0: So another Did cop you
1: use your stand your ground today, son. No. Uh, well, uh, if you don't use it, then who will? Get out there and kill someone. Use it or lose, lose it, friend. buddy.
0: So the thing is, she was not making arrest. So none of these should count. She wasn't making arrest. She wasn't pursuing a perpetrator. She had no capacity as an officer or as in a civilian to uh, to stand her law like at all. To stand her ground at all. There was no. There was absolutely no reason. This, at its best, is definitely uh, manslaughter. Uh, at its worst, is premeditated murder. I um and like, it's frustrating, but there is there is some hope because uh, recently, well, it, so- it sounds ahead.
1: like maybe like at best case scenario, second degree murder instead of manslaughter.
0: Yeah, or whatever the Texas statute is. But she needs to, she needs to do time. The the there was another um incident in Texas recently that gives me some hope, where two police officers showed up to the lamest house party ever. They showed up to huh. this house party. It's a bunch of kids. There's no alcohol or drugs there, which makes it the worst, the worst party in the history of parties. They go, I guess, to break it yeah, up I like, agree. hey, you kids, stop sitting around and talking or whatever kids do without drugs and alcohol. Um, while I, res- I haven't a clue. <laughs> while they're responding to this house party, there were some shots fired at the retirement home across the street, you know? So, of course, shots fired. Everyone's like, ah! You know, they're running away, freaking out. You know, some kids are driving away in a car. So, old, uh, old, uh, office, these freaking officer Magoo goes and gets, like, his rifle out of the cop car and just starts shooting into the car that's driving away. Um, Uh, kills the kids. Yeah.
1: But the... But that wasn't the person who's doing the shooting. Well,
0: I think as a cop, your first and probably most important job is to figure out where, what direction the bullets are coming from, you know? Maybe not just fire indiscriminately, you know? I think,
1: I th- yeah, I think the bullets are coming from your gun, officer. Maybe put it down.
0: So uh, he recently... So he was convicted and is doing real jail time, and, like, it was a victory in that, like... Was it a white kid that he shot? No, it was a black kid, and it was a white police really? officer. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, there you go. But, that's uh, that's what's so impressive is that, that hasn't happened in Texas in 40 years. So yeah, the same with Amber going to
1: doing jail time for shooting a black
0: man. Yeah, same with Amber Geiger. She's a white woman, and Gene uh, was a black man. So like, you know, it's it seems very unlikely that they will see justice for his murder. But, I mean, there, there's hope. Like, she may actually be convicted, and you should be, like, look, I'm not demonizing cops. I think cops suffer from a criminal lack of training and preparedness. Um, a friend of mine wrote a big piece the other day, he was an ex-military, he wrote a big piece on the internet about how in the military, with military hardware, the rules of engagement were far stricter for active duty military personnel in a war zone than they are for police who also have military weapons. He was like, listen, if the kid's not pointing an AK at you and also firing it, you can't shoot them. If they have an AK, you can't shoot them. If they kind of wave it in your direction, you can't shoot them. You'll be prosecuted. But cops aren't even held to the same rules of engagement that soldiers are, and they have the same weapons. And that's what's so dangerous. Like, you need to be held to a better standard. You also need to be trained to a better standard. Nobody that has the instinct to shoot into a car full of kids should ever hold a badge. Yep
1: that is insane that he would do that
0: i'm 100% convinced that the only reason you and i are alive today is because when we were teenagers we also happened to be white teenagers
1: yeah yeah cuz we were pulled over by the cops a lot back then
0: i don't know if you were with us very specifically we were pulled over once cuz we were dumb and we were into we were into anime and like sword fighting so we were driving around with just like a car full of swords and, and uh,
1: several times. Yeah. Like, multiple times I was with you whenever you were pulled over in that van that uh, looked like a van you should pull over, to be fair.
0: You should, yeah. You should pull over that van, but, like, they were always just weirded out that, like, I would send nerd kids again with their swords. Uh, but every one time they pulled us all out, and they kept asking us if we had weapons on us, and, like, we're wearing T-shirts and jeans, and we're like, where are we going to hide weapons, dude? And then they were, like, you know, checking out the swords, I guess, to make sure we hadn't recently, like, you know... Uh, cut down the king's men. I don't know, like
1: <laughs> making sure they weren't co- coated in fresh blood.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I remember the one guy, the very specific old Georgia sheriff was like, "What y'all doing with them jap swords?" And I was like, mm. "This guy, this guy was in the Pacific theater. This guy's, this guy's been some places." Huh. But yeah, but the only reason I think that they pulled us over and searched us instead of riddling the car with bullets was because we were white. Yeah. I have yeah. every belief that we would have definitely gone to jail. I can definitely see the sheriff just taking the sword, stabbing himself with it, him, and going, Officer down! Ah! He got me with his Jap sword! <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's not, it's like I always said. Is like you know I, I can somewhat r- relate to um African Americans saying that it feels like the cops are targeting them because it definitely felt like that back then for us. Yeah, be a but teenager. Then you just, always, but yeah. then you always point out, yeah, but imagine how much worse it would have been if we were black. Yeah. So every it's time like, we yeah. got pulled
0: over and hassled by the cops,
1: at least one of us would have died.
0: Yeah, we we didn't die because you know cops didn't feel like we were a threat because we were white and nerds. You know what I mean. And that's that's the thing. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but I'll tell it real quick. I got pulled over one time in Georgia with a carload of guns. Um, And so I got pulled over and I put my hands on the steering wheel and I very slowly told the officer. uh, I said, officer, just so you know, I got a carload of guns.
1: And, um, oh, God, I saw, I've seen a video of a black man doing that, right? And the officer was like, "Oh my God!" And he shot the guy to death right in front of his wife and his kid. Yeah, you know what the cop the said. The daughter got out the back seat and she was crying and wandered off.
0: I said it. I said it to the cop probably in a worse way. I said, "I have a," said, "I got a twelve gauge shotgun in the back. I've got a thirty eight police special over here on the passenger seat under this pile of laundry, and I got plenty of ammo for both." Probably shouldn't have said I got plenty of ammo for both, like I'm bragging, right? <laughs> uh, but I'm not moving. He's, he sees my hands. I am not moving. And I assumed he would go, please step out. We're going to have you come back here. We're going to look at the weapons. He just goes, are they loaded? And I went, no. Like, I could have been lying. I wasn't, but I could have been, right? And he goes, right. that's fine. And just, like, takes my uh, my license and my registration, turns his back on me. Turns his back to a man that just goes, I got enough ammo to kill a small village. And then <laughs> just kind of jauntily walks back to the car to just check my registration, just a little, you know, just like a like a Mayberry like little walk in his step, just like, well, I reckon he, yeah, lake. exactly. That to me, above anything else, uh, proves that like this white privilege exists with the police department and in police situations. And someone goes, well, you probably weren't acting nervous like a threat. And I go, oh, I was acting nervous as a motherfucker, like, yeah. Just yeah, I was just
1: pulled over with a car full of guns. Yeah. Of course I'm nervous. And that's the thing in Georgia,
0: though. They're legal, but you still don't know when you pull a cop over and you go, I have deadly weapons. When you weapons. pull a cop over? Yeah. Or when you, get, sorry, when you get pulled over by a cop in Georgia and you go, I have deadly weapons <laughs> to match yours. Like You don't know how he's going to react, but you don't expect him <laughs> to sing a jaunty tune and turn his back on you.
1: I see your shorts is as big as mine. Yeah. Now let's see how you handle it.
0: And that, that's, my, uh, that's my whole point with that is like, Police officers need to be trained to a higher standard and they've proven that you can train the implicit bias out of a person.
1: Yes, yes, that, that has been shown, and it's also been shown that this um, systemic racism that exists in cops can be revealed to them, can be shown to them. They just have to be aware, A, aware that it exists, aware that it's a real thing and not just some made-up liberal talking point. And then once they're aware that it exists, you can explain to them how to see it in themselves so that, you know, they're not going to be able to get rid of it entirely, but they'll be able to do... They'll be able to make major strides and right. save many lives, including possibly their own. Like and that one cop that nearly let the um, the killer go free because she was a woman. So he assumed, well, women don't shoot people. You, you're free to go, ma'am.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the thing I'm saying. and I think that's that things get distorted is not all cops are like, hey, man, let's go kill some brown people today. I'll tell you what, I love the Klan. Like, yeah. that's not the danger. The same way that, like, Generally, rapists aren't like Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Brett Lasagna. They're not slobbering like, I'm going to hold you down in a room while my partner turns the music up. A lot of them are people that make bad decisions and they are unaware of the decisions they are making because of lack of training or lack of understanding. And that's what we need to fix. So when people are, you're just demonizing cops, I go, no, no, no. I want you to be better police officers. I don't want you to be in the situation where you have shot into a car full of kids. I want you to be better than that. Yep. And that's all I want. I, I want. I also, I'd like to know that a cop can't just walk into my apartment on quote unquote accident and shoot me with impunity and go, he wasn't complying.
1: Uh, and there's um there's one more thing I want to bring up since we're on this subject right now, and that's uh, something I've mentioned to you several times, but I don't believe I've said it on the podcast, is uh, one of the people I follow on Facebook is a deplorable. I actually follow a bunch of deplorable. Me too, there. because
0: I want to know when they go It's time, y'all! Let's get them libs! Drag one out of their house and kill them while they scream!
1: Yeah, I, I need like some kind of heads up to uh, know, alright, well, Peter, we need to uh, head to Canada now. Yeah, because well, uh, we can't not. go to
0: the southern border because it's we've got Reaper drones.
1: <laughs> exactly. Canada...
0: So we, we...
1: Oh Canada, do, 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 do. we do know people in Canada. We come um, could probably talk them into letting us
0: live there. Yeah, I'm more worried dude, about um, I'm more worried about getting across the border because they I have visited yeah. Canada and they're very and God bless them. They should be uh, because you know the Americans that are coming to Canada they're bringing guns, they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, <laughs> they're rapists. Yeah, they're, they're not sending crying. their best and brightest to Canada, especially they're not sending when their Wigo. best and brightest folks.
1: Yeah. they've got lots of problems. Yes. <laughs> but um anyway, so the story is of this deplorable. He um posts this one goofy meme as a lot of deplorables do. They they find goofy memes that someone else made and they're like, "This seems like something I agree with." Let's call it out. It.
0: They post memes that Russians in the KGB made. Yes. They
1: that has been proven, that has been shown. Freaking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Samantha B. did an in-depth investigation into this. She went to Russia. She met with the Russian propaganda maker. She interviewed them. They showed her the process of making the Russian propaganda and putting it out there. And she did all this in early 2016. We've been knowing about these Russian propaganda machines since way before the election Here's what's
0: upsetting to me. I'm American, and I remember a time when our propaganda and our culture was second to none. That the russians had they didn't understand american culture it was too cool for them it was like really rich food when you've been standing in the bread line right we were yeah. awesome at it man no one had better propaganda than us no one had better tv than us and now we're getting left in the dust man yeah yeah it's uh it's it's really to
1: quote an american president sad yeah but uh, so the goofy meme he posts uh, says, so if black people don't want to get shot by the police, they just need to follow these simple rules. And it shows like two stick figures. One's wearing a police hat and the other one's a brown stick figure. And it like walks up to a police officer and then it starts humping them, humping them, humping them. And then the police officer shoots them. Right. Do you After feel saying, you know, get, get off, get off, get off. You're failing to get off and then shoot.
0: Do him. you feel, though, that that is a reasonable use of deadly force? Because I don't
1: that that also is not a reasonable use of deadly force that is correct the uh the person who's humping the cop in those stick figures is uh not armed but uh but never mind that that's also in fact not at all what's going on because i've seen two videos that proves an excellent point of uh just how ba- of just how wrong that meme is one is a video of a cop asking uh, someone to you know sit down on the ground put your hands behind your head etc but it's an autistic person he's telling to do this and so the person does not under uh, this is someone who's like has severe autism it's not like regular run-of-the-mill well spectrum. you know
0: autism it's, is a spectrum and yeah like
1: yes it's a, it's a wide spectrum and this particular person cannot understand the orders they're being told right but the person has like a trainer that
0: they're with. And well, I don't person... think that, I don't like the term trainer, but yeah, they have a, uh, I mean, like, for lack of a better word, they in, have like instru- a... Instructor? A instructor or like minder or sort of like caretaker is probably a better word for Ca- that.
1: Caretaker. So, but the caretaker's black, and that's relevant in this story because, you know, the caretaker seeing the police officer with a rifle pointed at um, his uh person at his guy is like you know what i'm just going to go ahead and get down put my hands behind my head show the officer that i'm not a problem you know you were called in because of a weapon but this guy was just playing with toys there's no weapons here officer my hands are behind my head i'm complying i'm complying i'm face down my hands are behind my head i'm complying and then but the the autistic guy will not sit or will not lay down will not put his hands behind his head he's sitting down by the way and he has no weapons and then finally what does the officer do He shoots the black guy on the ground whose hands are behind his head and who's saying, I'm complying, officer, I'm complying. And he looks up at the officer at that point, and he's like, why? Why did you shoot me? And the officer looks him square in the eyes, and with all honesty replies, I I don't know, sir.
0: I don't know. Yeah, and that's a a critical lack of training, and that's a critical lack of, like, the officer should have felt confident enough that he could de-escalate a situation without having to shoot uh, somebody that was laying on the ground, like... Uh,
1: but that that's video number one. Video number two is a white guy in a McDonald's who's screaming, yelling at patrons. Six police officers have come in to the McDonald's to ask him to calm down, and... What does this guy do? Instead of calming down, he draws a fucking gun on these police officers. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, I've seen how this ends. He gets riddled full of bullets, right? No, they talk him down and eventually get him to put the gun back in his pocket and walk out the door and leave. He doesn't get arrested. He doesn't get killed. Even though he's screaming and waving a gun around at six police officers, they let him go. Yeah, and that's, so do you see how very, very different that is? A screaming, armed white guy who appears dangerous can leave the black guy who is unarmed on the ground, face down, hands behind his head, is shot. And the thing is, that it... is systemic racism, and that's how startling the difference can be. So take your goofy fucking meme and shove it up your ass.
0: And to be fair, it, white people are unjustly shot by the police too. So the point is, police injustice, yes, yes, uh, police injustice is bad for all of us. There was a video I think last year of a guy at a hotel. Uh, happens,
1: but I've, uh, but the two videos I described, I've never found the opposite versions right. of the exact. Op, the exact opposite, right? Uh, exact comparable, like a, a black guy who's armed and yelling at a bunch of cops and they let him go. Yeah. A white guy who's completely helpless, has never done anything as far away from weapons, no crime has been committed here and then he's shot.
0: Well, I mean that, that's the story I'm about to tell you is uh, a year or two ago uh a SWAT the guy At team, the hotel, right? Yeah, SWAT team showed up at a hotel because someone had said I saw somebody sticking a I saw somebody in the window with a gun. So, um the, you know, the SWAT team, you see it on their camera, they're moving down the hall, a guy and his girlfriend, like, walk out of their room, and the cops begin screaming contradictory commands at them to, like, get down on their knees, but also put their hands behind their head, but also crawl forward, and saying, if you, if you don't do what I say, I will fucking kill you. And it's a white man and a white woman, and they are crying, and they are trying to comply. And, you know, they're yelling at him, like, you know, like, if for all intents and purposes, they could have been yelling the hokey pokey at him, you know what I mean? Like, it was so confusing, like, get down, lace your feet behind you, on your knees, but put your hands behind you, don't fucking move, but now crawl forward. And so, like, the guy goes to crawl forward as the cop told him. By the way, there are two cops. They have assault weapons trained on the guy. He's clearly not armed. Um... And as he begins to crawl forward, he puts his hand out so he can crawl on his hands, and the cop lights him up, kills him. Um, and it turns out this cop like, had had excessive use of force stuff before. He had carved your fucked on his gun butt, like on uh, the butt of his rifle. Um, yeah. This guy should have never been a police officer. Also, you, they should have, like, if someone's laying on the ground with their hands behind their head and their feet laced. I don't know, maybe they have a, a protocol for putting cuffs on them instead of having them crawl towards you, but in a weird, uh, like, contradictory way.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's uh, still a little bit different than the other situation, because this is a cop who clearly has a mental illness that yeah. was that went untreated, because that's what the police do. They look out for one another, and they won't let anything happen.
0: If you were really looking out for he, one another, you would make each other better cops.
1: I think so too. That's not how they define it, though. Yeah, well, the, yes, that, that if culture you, needs If you to really change. want, yes, that culture does. It really does. Yeah, and that's but what it we're saying. But, but it can't change the way things are right now. And that's why we have to change it for the better. You can. That's One why a I started. That's, st- that's why we
0: started a podcast because we're like, we're going to change the world and the lives of three or four people that tune in every week. Hell yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe let's get cops some more money. Let's let's sell all that stupid military hardware we're giving them, and use that money to give them raises and better training.
1: Yeah. Did you know that federal employees aren't getting a raise next year?
0: Yeah, but one of the ladies in the Trump administration just spent like thousands of dollars on curtains for her house. So, who's? Oh, it okay. it balances out. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Ben Carson spent millions on re-outfitting his apartment or his house. So, you know what I mean. Who's, who's the real bad guy here? Probably those federal employees, because if they were... Uh, as our president said uh, to the military getting a basic pay, uh, 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 cost of living raise, if they were really patriotic, they wouldn't take the raise.
1: Yes, that happened just this week. It was insane. That's a that's a great way to pay people back on um, 9-11. Yep. If you you're know, really if patriotic, you wouldn't accept money. You would just... You, you, You would live off of your own good deeds taste those good deeds. Aren't they delicious?
0: You know, I feel like if our
1: president was really patriotic, he'd go stick his head in the ocean and try to breathe. (laughs) Yeah, he'd go take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah, another... He's probably too out of shape to make it halfway. He'd
0: have to take a a short go-kart ride, a long (laughs) go-kart ride off a short pier. Because he couldn't make it.
1: Oh. guys! The guy's there's a seagull. It's looking at me funny. It wants my cheeseburger.
0: The, the, you know what? Melania. Seagulls are tremendous. Melanie.
1: Seagulls are tremendously
0: is. greedy and tremendously feathery. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. What shape is this? That's a square. I'm a good boy. <laughs> does a circle fit through a square?
1: Yes.
0: Wait. Yes. It does. It does if you. Uh, if you invert the company and move its headquarters to a lower tax haven. (laughs) Sad. (laughs) I think the new word instead of sad is like tremendous and wet.
1: (laughs) Tremendously wet and tremendously big. Okay, ocean water. It's (laughs) blue. Like the American flag. Oh, my God. I saw this wonderful picture of Trump. He, like, went to a classroom for some publicity stunner. I don't know. And they have him coloring the American flag, and he colors it wrong.
0: Well, I mean, come on, man. He stared at the sun during the eclipse when they specifically (laughs) took That's my favorite picture, and that's the one I will remember most when this is over and I'm old, and they're like... Hey, uh, old man Van Pelt, can you tell us about the forty-fifth president? And I'd be like, he oh, stared sh- at the goddamn sun. He just, <laughs> he just looked under the sun like a crazy person, and we let him keep being president. <laughs> I don't know round. how he hasn't. I don't know how he's still alive.
1: I, I don't either. He really. He really should have, like, forgotten to breathe, and then whenever people are like, Sir, your face is blue. You need to breathe or you'll die. Fake news, okay? You don't have to breathe. You know, they
0: said I wasn't breathing, but everyone says I'm the best at breathing. I breathe the most. My breaths are tremendously big and tremendously wet.
1: (laughs) I bet they are. Oh, you gotta feel bad for all the women he's molested. Oh, the wet breath! Donald!
0: Like, uh, I don't know how he ties his shit. Shoe- well, that's he doesn't tie his shoes. That's the thing. This is a guy yeah, that's he, he, he has handlers
1: that too. Yeah, this out. is a
0: guy that has been kept alive by handlers his whole life. Because I swear to God, if you released him on his own without anybody to like teach him how to do, to, to do things for him, he would not survive.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. You know how that, that scenario that you bring up frequently is, like, could you imagine putting someone in a desert and seeing how long they can last? With him, it's like you could put him in a fully furnished house with, like, you know, food in the fridge, and everything's functional, and there's TV. And what would happen is he would, like, find the, I don't know, God, what what's his favorite snack outside of cheeseburgers?
0: He, I, he wouldn't be able to get into the fridge because he, he wouldn't, wouldn't figure out how to open it. yeah.
1: Like, you remember the Access Hollywood uh, tape whenever he's trying to get off the bus and he knocks on the door and it doesn't open and then, like, uh, whoever's behind him, Billy Bush, has to show him how to open the door?
0: Yeah, like... I mean, Yeah, he's
1: he's completely incompetent. <laughs> I was about to say he would, like, phone McDonald's to order a cheeseburger, he but doesn't, he wouldn't know how to use a phone. He wouldn't know how to use a phone,
0: he wouldn't know how to use a door, would, like... He would tweet,
1: you know, at McDonald's, please send cheeseburger.
0: I have a theory that if you left him and a newborn baby alone in a house, uh, I have a theory that the baby would live longer. Probably. Because the baby has basic survival instincts.
1: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, just Trump would sit on the couch, and he would stare at the blank TV and be like, Lumpy looks great today. You know that he would do something. The TV's not on. He would
0: do exactly like your Labrador. You love and he's like, I got scared, so I ate the couch. I didn't think you were ever coming back. (laughs) It's been five minutes. I know, but time is a relative construct. Wait, what did you say? I don't know, but time is tremendously long. And And tremendously wet. wet. Yeah, like... I don't know, man. Like I said, we should have invoked the 25th Amendment when he stared at the sun. That's just, that's it. You know what I mean?
1: He stared at the goddamn sun, and we let him keep being president.
0: Yep. That's going to be <laughs> like when I'm dying, and I'm old, and my brain no longer <laughs> works, and they're like, oh, Grandpa just shouts regular weird stuff. Like, he keeps yelling about a man with golden hair staring at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen things that would scare you, shellless. I. uh what? I imagine my last words are going to be some stuff like uh, that great quote from Blade Runner where he's like, I've seen things you can't even imagine. Presidents so dumb they stared at the sun. Vice presidents that um, were totally gay but didn't know what gay was. And now all those memories will be lost like tears in the rain. Time to die
1: had vice presidents that called their wives mother so that they could explain to themselves why they're hanging out with this strange woman who's not a man and so they don't find them sexually attractive. Um, I it's absolutely fine, but maybe you shouldn't uh, lash out at other gay people for being openly gay because you secretly wish that you could live their lifestyle.
0: I did read uh, recently that his whole, like, I won't eat with anyone that's not my wife was started by Billy Graham. You remember in the 80s when all these televangelists were getting caught having affairs? And Billy Graham's yeah. like, oh, man, i got to be above reproach. I won't ever be in the same room as a woman who's not my wife. There. Ah, you can't get me now. Like it was some weird uh. cooties, you know what I mean?
1: Gotcha, and he just uh, went with that.
0: Yeah, so Pence is yeah, Pence is is doing the same thing where he's like, it's yeah, I, but I, I do I do think that it's just Pence doesn't like women, and so that's that's really what it is. I think it's a, it's his gay cover story.
1: Yep, I think so too. But uh, what was I gonna say? I'll probably stop the podcast further back there somewhere. <laughs> that's fine. De- defi- definitely at or after the, um, he scared of the goddamn sun. Because so that was amazing. Yeah, that's the, stupidest, but, uh, that's the stupidest
0: shit I've ever seen. So that's that's my whole theory. Like, you tell him he can't do something and he immediately does it, right? Because he's, he's dumb, but he's obstinate. I Oh, my God. I'd be like, next time we were at the ocean, I'd be like, saltwater drinking contest. Let's go. And, like, just see how much saltwater you could get him to drink, you know? I would just be the king of, like, I would just challenge him to all kinds of, like, little mini contests that would just make him sick. You know, like, oh, hey, let's see who can eat the most sand. One, two, three, go. I'm the best at this many
1: people are saying. He'd probably just, like, make Eric eat the sand (laughs) and then then take credit for it.
0: (laughs) At least I'd be getting back at him somehow. (laughs) Eric, I want you to drink all the ocean water so Daddy can win a contest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Daddy, I'll do it for you. Dad, it's real salty. I don't like this. (laughs) <laughs> Bigly.
1: Actually, on second thought, maybe I will keep all this in. <laughs>
0: that's what she said. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Pe- uh, depending on wherever we end on this, uh, that's going to be this week's episode. Uh, I'm Pete.
1: And I'm Pat.
0: And, uh, you know, don't stare at the goddamn sun. It's not that hard. <laughs>